0: the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. A very warm welcome to our worship this morning, either here in person or if you're joining us online, it's good to have you with us. Just one or two uh, things to say, the Parish Magazine is available, the February edition, hot on the heels of the January one, we're gradually catching up so February is available, do take those and distribute those, thank you for, for doing that. Just to say later today, our lantern making workshop from four till six in preparation for our Candlemas procession on, and little service here on Thursday. Now that procession, as I said last week, leads off at half past six from Whitkirk School, ends up here, so if you just want to come to the service that's fine, but it'll be about ten to seven-ish ish, by the time we, uh, we get here, but you'll be very welcome to join us for either of those. Uh, before then, on Wednesday evening, Sun Compline by Candlelight here in church at half past eight.
1: The grace of God has dawned upon the world through our Saviour Jesus Christ, who sacrificed himself for us to purify a people as his own. Let us confess our sins. Father, eternal,
2: giver of life and grace, we have sinned against you and against us
0: neighbour, in what we have thought, in what we have said and done. Through ignorance, through weakness, through our own deliberate thoughts, we have wounded your love and marred your image in us. We are sorry and ashamed and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and lead us out from darkness to war as children. May the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his Spirit, and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. We pray that the light of the glorious gospel of Christ may dispel the darkness of ignorance and unbelief, shine into the hearts of all your people, and reveal the knowledge of your glory in the face of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
3: letter to, of Paul to the Corinthians. I appeal to you brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus Christ that all of you be in agreement that there be no div- divisions among you but that you would be united in the same mind and the same purpose for it has been reported to me by Chloe's cra- people that there are quarrels among you my brothers and sisters. What I mean is That each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollo, or I belong to Caiaphas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? And were you baptised in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptised none of you except Caiaphas and Gallus, so that no one can say that you were baptised in my name. I did baptise also the household of Stephanus. beyond that I do not know whether I baptised anyone else, for Christ did not send me to baptise, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power, for the message about the cross is foolishness, and those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved? This is the power of Christ. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Amen.
1: Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. To you, On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk, but you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
0: May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Just going to visit, if you want to turn back to page uh, six, the verses that followed on from the reading Marjorie read to us this morning. Because I can't really preach without them. (laughs) I'll just read the first part. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scholar? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of the proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews ask for signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Up until the late 1980s, if you'd visited another St Mary's, St. Mary's Walney Island by barrow in furness the parish where I served my curacy, the east window in the church there was filled with plain glass. I suppose it let in plenty of light, but it must have looked pretty plain. So, and I cannot remember the story, perhaps the PCC came into a bit of money or something, but a stained glass window was imagined and then introduced. Now it didn't fill the whole of the window, just the middle. And it was in the shape of a cross colored with blues and reds and yellows. And at the center of it, you see Jesus on a wooden cross. His mother stands at his feet and a family, one of whom is wearing a hard hat reflecting the industrial roots of the town on either side. And then behind the Jesus You see depicted on the cross you see something of what you couldn't see before unless of course you had uh, stilts and could see up above the window and look out you see the skyline of the town you see the town hall the houses the churches and beyond them to the Lakeland fells you see two cranes cleverly positioned to look as though they were the crosses of those crucified with Jesus and then you see the massive Devonshire dock hall where nuclear submarines were and are still built. And then in a small banner at the foot of the cross are words from that reading The folly of God is wiser than human wisdom. Or as we have it this morning, God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom. I'm not really sure what inspired that choice of scripture but I imagine it was something about seeing the town and particularly the shipyard where weapons of war had been and were being fashioned through the lens of the cross. The choice of those words, at least to me, seemed inspired, especially because I knew that amongst the congregation were people who had or did work in the shipyard. I knew submariners and engineers and sheet metal workers, all sorts of people Who depended on the yard for their livelihood. Yet together they chose to place on a window for all to see an image of the cross and words that reminded them that no matter how important we think we are or whatever struggles we are going through, God is greater. And ultimately, and that ultimately the redemption of the world. To pick up another word from St Paul to us this morning in those verses comes in and through the cross and that we, whether in Barrow or East Leeds or wherever the church gathers, proclaim Christ crucified. We proclaim Christ crucified. Of course we proclaim resurrection too. But we take care to never bypass the cross, even though, as Paul's words make clear, this proclamation can seem so strange. Then many wondered how suffering and death and humiliation could be part of the story of our salvation. For them, the cross was a stumbling block or foolishness to Gentiles. Yet God chose what is foolish in the world to save the world. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom. Something of that same foolishness is revealed, albeit in a slightly different context, in and through the gospel we heard this morning too. Why, ask the steward, save the best wine until last? It makes no sense. Here again, it seems to me, we're invited to contemplate another facet of the foolish generosity of God. A God who gives more than we can ask, whose compassion, generosity and mercy is boundless. And the setting of a wedding party for Jesus' first sign, where something of his glory is revealed in John's Gospel is no accident, for a marriage is a feast and celebration of love, a joyful moment in life when a covenant is made, echoing, of course, God's covenant with us. That's why the language of marriage and love became a way to describe the relationship, another covenant, between Jesus and his church the Church becoming known as the Bride of Christ. And that Church proclaims year after year Christ crucified, hoping and praying that through it all we may see and know the length and breadth and depth of God's redeeming love for the world, a love from which nothing can separate us, that we might remember as we go through this life that God is with us, that God is for us no matter what. Now I say that of course mindful that amongst us this morning just as there are every single week there are those who for all sorts of reasons are really struggling with life at this moment. So sometimes holding on to that belief is tough. Indeed we might even to use Paul's words think it's foolishness sometimes but that's why we belong together you see. That's why we need the church, why we need the support of one another, and also we draw on the faith of those who've gone before us. That wonderful band of foolish friends we call saints, some of whom have accompanied us through these days of Christmas. They serve as a helpful reminder of how it is ordinary people who likely have their own worries and doubts and fears and concerns whom God is interested in and calls. Think, for example, of Mary and Joseph, the young woman from an obscure town who heard the voice of an angel and gave birth to the Saviour of the world. Think of her partner who stayed with her because of a dream. Think of St Paul, the persecutor turned proclaimer, whose conversion we celebrated last week, not an obvious choice for an apostle. Think of Simeon and Anna, the double act of aging souls who waited long to take center stage on Thursday as Jesus is presented in the temple and proclaimed as the light to the world. Think even of the servants in our Gospel reading this morning to whom Jesus' first sign is revealed. God chooses to make God's purpose known time and again through strange and curious characters like us and invites us to join the chorus of the saints who proclaim Christ crucified and remind the world, as that window did on Walmy, that God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom. So as this season of Christmas draws to a close, may we give thanks daily for the God of Incarnation, for the foolishness of the coming of our God, both in the crib we placed beneath the altar at Christmas and in the cross to which our attention soon turns. For these moments of revelation, speak of the God who is absolutely committed to us, who has made a covenant of love with us. Speak of the God who, through love, foolishly, as some believe, then and even now seeks us out, seeks you and me this morning to be his people, that we might each in our own way and together. Proclaim Christ crucified. Proclaim Christ, who is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Amen.
1: Let us declare our faith in God. We believe in one
2: God.
0: Spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic
2: and Apostolic Church. We have knowledge of the baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life
4: of the world to come. O oh God our Father, help us to hear the call of Christ the King and follow in his service. Please sit or kneel to pray. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we pray today for the United Protestant Church of Pakistan, its moderator, Asdaq Marshall, and its people. Dear Lord, give them hope for the future through their faith, as they are still recovering from the disastrous floods of last year. Lord in your mercy. We continue to pray for peace in our troubled world. May the people of Ukraine get some hope of an end to their suffering and not an escalation by the Russian autocracy. Lord, in your mercy. In our diocese, we pray for the work done in retreat houses and conference centres. For it is here that people can replenish their lives and make their journey of faith more relevant to the challenges of life today. Lord, in your mercy. Here at our church, we give thanks and pray for all the volunteers who make our Sunday services so special. We especially thank today those who are welcomers, and all who provide refreshments after our service. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for our families, friends, and the residents of Wilfred Street. May we all feel the love Of our Saviour Jesus Christ and go out and proclaim His Word. Lord, in Your mercy. We pray for all charities who are being asked to provide extra help in so many ways. We thank them for their work. And we especially thank the NSPCC for their invaluable work with vulnerable children. And we also pray for the children involved. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for all who are weighed down with illness and we ask our Lord to uphold them in their troubles. Our prayers today are asked for Mike Jackson, Colin and Shirley Russell, Jean Bannister, Brian and June Sutley, Ginny Campone, Tom Heapy, Jeff Blows. Shane Simpson, Baby Percy, David Bond, Erica Honeybone, and Marjorie Carroll. Together with those in long term care, Mary McCart, Margaret Burton, George Brown, Jennifer Mode, and Lynn Perry. Lord, in your mercy. As we pray for those who have died, we thank the Leeds Bereavement Forum for giving comfort and sound advice to the recently bereaved. We remember those who have died recently. Mary Hodgson and on the anniversary of their death, Harry Rutherford, Harriet Cooper and Jeffrey Thorndike. Lord, in your mercy. Grant, O gracious Lord, that we not only hear your word, but receive it into our hearts and lives and go out and proclaim the word. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Christ is our peace. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
1: you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace.
0: Gracious God, accept the offering of your church, the hearts of your people, joined in praise and thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord is here. His His Spirit Spirit is with us. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is is right right to give give thanks and praise. All honour and praise be yours always and everywhere, mighty creator, ever-living God, through Jesus Christ, your only Son, our Lord. For at this time we celebrate your glory made present in our midst. In the coming of the Magi, the King of all the world was revealed to the nation. In the waters of baptism, Jesus was revealed as the Christ, the Saviour sent to redeem us. In the water made wine. The new creation was revealed at the wedding feast. Poverty was turned to riches, sorrow into joy. Therefore, with all the angels of heaven, we lift our voices to proclaim the glory of your name and sing our joyful hymn of praise. Bless you loving father through Jesus Christ our Lord and as we obey his command send your Holy Spirit that broken bread and wine outpoured poured may be for us the body and blood of your dear son on the night before he died he had supper with his friends and taking bread he praised you he broke the bread Gave it to them and said, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup of wine. Again he praised you, gave it to them and said, drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So Father, we remember all that Jesus did In him we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. Bringing before you the bread of life and cup of salvation, we proclaim his death and resurrection until he comes in glory.
1: Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has
2: died.
0: Lord of all life, help us to work together for that day when your kingdom comes and justice and mercy will be seen in all the earth. Look with favour on your people, gather us in your loving arms and bring us with blessed Mary, St. Brigid of Kildare, Ansgar, Charles I, Gilbert of Sempringham and all the saints to feast at your table in heaven, through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory are yours, O loving Father, for ever and ever.
2: That's one.
0: Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, Lord I, I am, am not, not worthy, worthy to receive you, you but I only say, you say the word and I shall be healed. us pray. Generous Lord, in word and Eucharist we have proclaimed the mystery of your love. Help us so to live out our days that we may be signs of your wonders in the world through Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Father of all, We give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace and opened the gate of glory. May we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to others. We whom the Spirit lights give light to the world. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us, so we and all your children shall be free, and the whole earth live to praise your name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. our Lord to whom kings bow down in worship and offered gifts reveal to you his glory and pour upon you the riches of his grace and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always
1: amen we have beheld his glory glory as of the only Son of the Father full of grace and truth. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.